You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. It's showtime. It is episode number 650 of the Mad About Movies podcast. They said we wouldn't make it. Looks we did. like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. We don't. Hey, Richard. It's it's, that's a lot of money. That's, this podcast right. cannot afford to play that song. And we've me. sent them so much money. Yeah. <laughs> we've He's paid a lot to Barry Manilow in the past for mm-hmm. different reasons. Yeah. Don't want to have to <laughs> re, uh, let's say, reignite that, that, uh, <laughs> that uh, relationship. And I say reignite because arson. It was arson. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back in. We got a special episode for you mm. right now because mm. it is a special time. It's episode 650. We like to kind of stop down at these special episodes, look back at, at what we've talked about over the past however many episodes we're celebrating and and discuss maybe you know a list of some kind. Maybe we'll talk about our favorite episodes, uh, some some memories, things like that. But this one is a special one because like ultra inception of mad about movies. So what we're doing <laughs> is a lot of people have emailed us, you know, discord, whatever it is over the years and said, have y'all ever wished you could redo your top 10 list of all time? The one that you did for episode 100. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought about that being a possibility or, or wanting to do that until I looked at the list and started thinking about it more, especially more over the past year, I would say, um, you know, it, it, that, that episode, again, was episode 100. So that's 550 episodes ago <laughs> for us. And, you know, I'm willing to admit, yeah, sure. My opinion's changed over time. Oh, yeah. my, my viewpoints have changed. My tastes have changed. Yeah. I, 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 I've seen, I don't know how many thousands of movies since episode mm-hmm. 100, right? So I think my, my right. aesthetics of what I enjoy is, is different and what I appreciate is different. And I'm a different person than I was seven yeah. years ago. Hopefully I've grown. We've had multiple like human centipede movies have come out since we, exactly. right. And, and I'm not, yeah, you cannot be the same after seeing those. It's physically impossible. <laughs> trust me. And spiritually. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to go there, but yeah, it's, let's just say there's <laughs> some, some things going on physically. Things going on, <laughs> but, but absolutely. So what we're doing is here, here is we're going back on, we're going to review our top 10 list that we had talked about that episode and we're going to addendum them and change them around if if we want to so updated top 10 list for movies and tv because we've done those so we'll knock them both out right here and so first of all just thank you for for being a supporter of the show if you're listening to episode 650 hopefully this is not your first episode if it is welcome go back and listen to 649 previous episodes thank you to our vips for supporting us even more there's even more episodes on that feed listener there's over a hundred throwbacks on that feed. AMAs, all kinds of recommend episodes that are evergreen. You can listen to those from two years ago, and they're gonna they're gonna hold up. So enjoy those. And if you're not a part of that, it's madaboutmoviespodcast.com/slash/vip. That gets you access to all those episodes, our Discord channel, exclusive you know pins, posters, things we release throughout the year. So hopefully, if you're not a part of that and you want to be for the next 650, do that. Madaboutmoviespodcast.com/slash/vip. But thank you. Thanks. It feels good to be here, and I'm excited uh, about this episode. Brian, I'll pass the torch. Yeah, I mean, this is cool. I mean, I'm excited to do this. This will be, I mean, is this something we would do in a non-pandemic? Probably not, but 
it's a pandemic, so we can. I'm just glad we're yeah, not. Talking we about haven't done many fifties. We don't stop down at the. Like it's that. like the half birthday kind of thing. That's right. Hey. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Got to celebrate where you can. I think so. But yeah, it's been literally. I was thinking about the the date of this. I don't really remember when we did our our 200th episode, which we'll talk about. I'm sure through the course of this, but our hundredth episode was was in August of 2014. So it's been it's been <laughs> literally six years since we did that episode. So. It's that's a long time in podcast land. Yeah, certainly when you're when you're I'm not someone (laughs) I'm not someone that like holds on to these lists like I mean my top ten whatever will change tomorrow. Like I Mm -hmm. mine are kind of in the moment, firmal or whatever that word is. So I this is perfect for me because mine will be very different. And then in two weeks it would be very different again. So I'm excited to to get to play with this a little more. This is the Richard Barden list of first week of August, 2020. Exactly. I didn't know. Year of our Lord, next week. 2020. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. So I guess where should we begin? Maybe discuss our, our lists on movies and then, and then hit TV at the end. Sure. Is that okay? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay. I guess, Richard, do you want to start? Is, is there any addendum to your list? Um, well, we can start with number 10 and we can just do all Richard's list in one conversation and then move, move on. Okay, but cool. Do you have any honorable mentions? I have one honorable did mention you, on, on movies. Did you completely redo the list from scratch? No. Did you go back to the old list? And, I went back to the old list and thought okay. about some stuff, moved some stuff up and down, added a few things to it. Some movies I've rewatched a lot the last six years, you know, that have kind of worked their way in. Um, and yeah, so. So uh, this is this is a uh, uh, it's been fun to do this for sure. Hmm. So I guess we can start at the bottom of the list if it's honorable mention. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So my honorable mention is her, uh, Spike Jones, Walking Phoenix. Keep your It's my favorite movie of last decade. Um, or well, yeah, that and then another movie I'll talk about later are kind of co-tied, but the other one's a little more uh, whatever. So. But yeah, it's um it's a it's a great movie, a movie that was big in its moment and then has become really prescient and kind of it needs to be on more streaming and stuff because I'm worried about that movie getting forgotten a little bit, but it's a mm-hmm. great I think Joaquin is is far better in that than he is in Joker. And he won the Oscar for Joker, so so if you like him as an actor, it's a really cool um performance and Spike Jones just doesn't make enough movies and uh this one's this one's quite good. So um yeah, her is number is my honorable mention. You mean get into the list now? You only have, you have one honorable mention. Yeah, okay. just one. Just okay. One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just on her, it's you know I think we we talked about in our VIP. We Brian and I talked about the Beastie Boys yeah. documentary, and so we talked a little bit about Spike Jones there. And yeah, I'm with you, Richard. I I think he's one of, if not the most underappreciated American directors of the past I don't know, 25 years. You know, I think he's done excellent work and I wish he would do more, but I understand he's got things he likes to do and that, that makes sense. But yeah, he's incredible. And I wish, wish we would get more from him and her It might be his masterpiece or it is at this point. Excellent choice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. So, um, next up we've got, uh, let me put my list up here. We've got a movie. I don't think we've ever talked about this movie on this show. So I'm interested um to hear your thoughts on it because it's it's one of those that i love and i don't think we've we've talked about it much but it's a film from 2010 called mcgruber are you guys Mm. familiar no Mm -mm, no 
It's terrible. I don't know why I have it on here. I regret everything. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Yeah. No, we got to have grooves on the list. I couldn't, you know, one of the funnier joke for jokes movies ever. I like to have a silly comedy. Last time I had like Wayne's World on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to represent as many genres as I can. And and I love a, a goofy comedy and, and MacGruber's, for my money, the best one. So So why not have it in my top 10? I forgot MacGruber on my list and now I feel like an idiot. So... <laughs> Of course, it should be on my list. What about you, uh, Brian? Is it on yours? Anywhere? It was in my top 20. So it missed the top 10, but uh, it's it's represented in my my honorable mentions. There nice. you go. Nice. Hey, you're better than me. <laughs> oh, that's Everyone knows that. Well, I mean. Well, okay, Richard. Say it. Yeah. Next one. Number nine is the best Steven Spielberg movie. Catch me if you can. Deal with it. Oh. I thought you were going to say The Post. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming later. That's Richard's no. favorite. It's uh, not just, yeah, just let it be known out there, universe. Richard's favorite is the post. It's not the right. best. It's just Richard's <laughs> favorite. Number eight is a movie that was on my list last time as well. I think in the same spot is Inglorious Bastards. Uh, my favorite Tarantino movie, the one I rewatched the most. I just love the the rhythm and look of Wait, that so movie. So what was your number 10 last time? Oh, gosh. Besides no, McGregor. Let me pull I'm it up it. here. I didn't know if you had it side by side. I, I should don't. probably pull up my list side by yeah, side. I'm out here at making requests, and I can't fulfill my own. Let me pull it up here. I got it here. Uh, by the way, great time to plug this. Madaboutmoviespodcast.com. If you go to Madaboutlists, yeah, it's got it there. all. We have all of our top 10 lists from all of our different episodes from end of the year, top 10s, all that is, has been we gloriously got- assembled by our Vipers and Brian. So catch me if you can was honorable mention, it, but I've been waiting for this one. So yeah. once we have this out, then I'll, I'll update and put the, the last, I think three lists that we did before this episode on there. Nice. So yeah, uh, last time was super bad. It was number 10. So it's, it may have, may not have moved up and, and catch me if you can has moved up from honorable mention to number nine. So, so, so far I got uh, MacGruber catch me if you can and glorious bastards and my number seven. A movie, a huge oversight by me last time that I forgot. The Big oh. Lebowski. Ah, nice, nice. Big Lebowski number seven, number six. The other thing about me, I like to have a silly comedy, but I can't have a list without Hugh Grant. So I got to throw about <laughs> a boy. Number six, one of my favorite films ever. Okay, I see yeah. about a boy is a lot higher on your list uh, the first time around. You've it was. Lost, you've it's lost, lost. <laughs> some favor for about a week over time. Explain that. I may It may be number one in two weeks. Like I said, this is a fluctuating, oh, okay, constant. Right. Yep. It's like a stock market. Like a, it, yeah, it's like a living, breathing entity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an organic exactly. thing. <laughs> exactly. So that's and number five. Super bad. Oh, so see? Super bad was 10 before. Uh-huh. Now it's number five. So it's... It's a market working man. its way up <laughs> it's a through the digestive tract. Right. Or if you got better over the last six years, yeah. This yeah. Uh, this movie, to be fair to the next film, I've only seen it two hundred times in the last two three years, so <laughs> I'm not really sure on it. It's Social Network number four. Nice. Oh, big oversight the first time it was. Around. It was. It was too close to it. I think we were only a few years away from it. We were four that. years from it. Yeah. Wow. No, it I've feels weird that we would have been doing the podcast like two years three years removed from that movie. Yeah. That feels like forever ago when social network came out. But. For sure. Uh, number three was my number one movie last time. Broadcast news at number three. Oh, wow. Big drop. Gosh, Albert Brooks. 
Wow. Look out, dude. Yeah. Rich has got a list somewhere. I'm, I'm out it. for it. Yeah, exactly. I'm coming for you. It's like, <laughs> it's like drive. Um, <laughs> and then uh, it's like, uh, I don't know. Don't F with cats where he was just <laughs> yeah. inspired by a basic instinct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Broadcast news. Some, s- suddenly he, he murdered people. And the last clue he left was broadcast news dropped to number three on his all time list. There's got to be a connection somehow. <laughs> Albert Brooks has got to be involved somehow, right? She pissed at Albert. Obviously. (laughs) Okay. Um, Number two, a movie uh, oversight from, well, no, it's moved up from number seven last time to number two this time, is Boogie Nights. Paul Thomas Anderson film. One of my faves. Moved up. Moved up. And then the number one, my number one favorite movie right now, did an episode on this on our friend Ellen's podcast. I don't think we've done one on it, but I would love to whenever we get to the anniversary or whatever, if we can. Uh, Michael Clayton. This is in my my top five kind of stays. Yeah, we may have. Brian did one. Yeah, I think you and me did one, Richard. Okay. Uh, I mean. I believe it. That sounds right. When you done, uh, there's only 650, 650 of these bad boys. Episodes, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. It's all kind of a blur there. Yeah. Plus, you know, the mescaline. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so that's it right now. But Michael Clayton is in those kind of top three to four that I rewatch all the time. That's the one I've seen most recently. So it's like top of mind. But I love Michael okay. Clayton. I think it's awesome and super suspenseful and cool. And uh, yeah, but who knows? We'll we'll try this again in six years. It could be totally different, but that's mine. So you want to recap it for sure. us? Just quickly. Honorable mention, Her from Spike Jones. Number 10, Yorma Tacone's MacGruber. Number 9, Spielberg's Catch Me If You Can. Number 8, Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. Number 7, um, uh, the uh, <laughs> Big Lebowski uh, from, I can't, the Coen Brothers. There we go. I was already thinking about the next one. Because um, it's about a boy from the Whites Brothers, I think. Or maybe it's just Chris Whites. I can't remember. It doesn't mm. matter. It's a Hugh Grant joint. Right. Um, <laughs> number five is Greg Matola, right on super bad. Number four is David Fincher's social network. Number three is James L. Brooks broadcast news. Number two is, uh, is Paul Thomas Anderson's boogie nights. And my number one film is Michael Clayton from Tony Gilroy. Nice. Nice. I like to see that Michael Clayton stayed, stayed true through. Always through ride, ride hard for Michael Clayton. That's yeah. one. I'll, I, that's, that's, you know, we all have that movie. We kind of go to bat for, cause it's not really appreciated maybe by like friends mm-hmm. and stuff. It's definitely an old people movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, that's one I fight for. So that's a really, sure. really good movie. So a couple questions about your previous mm-hmm. lists. Let's, let's, let's look at it. It, it looks like. Yeah. Richard, the sting no longer involved not even in the no conversation. longer in my top 100 I hate it no i don't know <laughs> i think i'd probably seen the sting within a week or two of that and was like i love that it's so movie. funny if you just despised what you did yeah. <laughs> three three movie before yeah you know that's how my brain works it's kind of what's top of mind i don't keep like i said a consistent list so i'm sure i'd seen the sting within a month of doing that list and i love the sting and was like well that's in my top five favorites mm-hmm. and if i saw it again tomorrow it would be again right that's how these things work wayne's world same reminds me of childhood uh, that fell off, but it's not far off. Waiting for Guffman. That's a really weird one. I don't know why I chose that, but but I'm sure, again, I just seen it. Better than Superbad. 
I know. It's 2014 such... Richard's Mind. It was better than Superbad. That's a weird, weird one. A lot of Fred Willard. And love better R&D. than Catch Me If You Can. But now, no longer. No longer. So, yeah. Now that sucks. Now it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he saw mascots and he was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm <laughs> yeah, out that's, that's actually kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a great Richard Barden list, I think. It is. Very it felt very Richard at the time. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> All right, Brian, you want to you want to preface yeah. yours in any way? Honorable mention, oh, of course. I have fifty prefaces. I've got fifty-five um, honorable mentions too. Sure, so sure. It's okay. I dropped five movies from my previous top ten, um, wow. and I would put. I would. I think I'd put Star Wars, Last yeah, Jedi. Would they ruin it that hard I'm for you? Mm-hmm. You're one of yeah. those. Maga. Um, <laughs> connection there i take that i think i dropped four from my from my top 10 but i i rearranged uh a few as well i had no it was five because when i redid this list on the website i went ahead and made one preemptive change to it so my top 10 originally i had uh toy story uh monty python the holy grail saving private ryan tombstone and then I think the rest Wait, of the Tombstone, movie. is that the frozen pizza or the, yes, both the closer from the a, undertaker. It's all three. Actually, it's a trio. Um, I just Tombstone. combined them all together. Tombstone. The movie, is the it in the top pizza five thing. frozen pizzas? Right. Tombstone. Correct. Is it correct? Yeah. It's a, it's a trio. Um, I'm very sophisticated. Um, so <laughs> you, you watch Tombstone mm-hmm. while eating Tombstone pizza mm-hmm. And then you finish off the tombstone pizza by doing the tombstone, the tombstone pile driver on yeah. poop. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Only once though. He learned. He and learned to die. Cross, crosses his, crosses Coop's little arms around him. And then Brian looks up and rolls his eyes in the back. Right. Of his head. Right. right. Credits roll on yeah. tombstone. Goes to tombstone. <laughs> he didn't sleep for a week. Oh, but, uh, that visual is so out. funny. Dude. <laughs> uh. Doing wrestling moves on the little kids is always, always hilarious. <laughs> It is. Uh, I have that uh, in audio. All right, go ahead. Yes. Uh, so all, all those movies, Toy Story, the the Toy Story quadrilogy, uh, Saving Private Ryan, Tombstone. I put those as as high honorable mentions, like whatever, twelve, thirteen, fourteen on my list. Heat was in my honorable mentions last time. It's going to remain there. I love that movie. It's just what, what I ended up doing with my top ten list more than anything was like thinking. What are the movies that I rewatch the most? And that ha- at this point in my life, and that has to be my top ten. Do I rewatch the most and love to watch the most? And so, so that's what I ended up doing. Um, you know, Dark Knight, uh, MacGruber. You mentioned when Harry met Sally, Back to the Future, Fast Five. These are all movies that I love. The Sting um, that that just fell short of the top ten because when you're doing a list of top 10 movies and you've seen millions of movies like we have, it's tough. It's tough to, to break those things down. So lots of movies that I really love that I, that I left out. My final honorable mention is I went, I dropped the Shawshank Redemption, which was number two on my list last time I put it honorable mentions. Cause I just, I'm not really watching <laughs> that movie a thousand times a year. Like I was, um, I guess up to 2014 or whatever. So, um, Still, to me, I think is the best movie of the 90s or certainly is in the, the running for that, that spot. But I went ahead and dropped it to my honorable mentions for, for the sake of, of listing things. So um, 
Number 10 for me was not on the list last time. I don't know if it will be for you, Kento, but uh, has always been a favorite of mine and one that over the last few years I have watched more and more, and that's That Thing You Do, one of the most joyous movies of all time um, that I love. Any, any opportunity I get to watch that, I'm, I'm going to do it. So I put that at number 10. Uh, I think Ocean's Eleven is probably the movie that I have watched the most in my life besides Star Wars, uh, and it has just fails to get old no matter how many times I've seen it. So it's at number Great nine. Great point. Um, and that whole trilogy, good. I like we. we I, I think I didn't get to talk about it with you guys when you guys uh, reviewed those movies. I think that was like something was going on in my family or whatever. But um, the whole trilogy is 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 solid, and twelve is supremely underrated. Uh, twelve is much better than its reputation. I have the hottest take that twelve is much better than thirteen. I know I you don't you. agree. Yeah. Oh, you do? No, I, I do. thought you did. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't you know were... if I didn't at the time, but I do now. I think it's a it's a much more thirteen feel has like the kind of same rhythm as eleven, just kind of a, a knockoff yeah. version of it. But twelve is much more ambitious. It's more Soderbergh, and it's it's uh yeah, I agree. I think twelve is better than thirteen. Um, but 11 is, it's is just funny just that they made 13 to redempt themselves from 12, <laughs> redeem themselves, redempt. Where am I? And it was like, and then like 10 years later, you're like, Oh no, that the one you were redeeming is better than the sure the one that redeemed it. Allegedly. Totally. totally. Um, so yeah, oceans 11 at nine. I put, uh, I did like a trio of Spielberg here from six, seven, eight. I didn't really know which order to put them in. So I just kind of stuck them all together. Ready player one. Yeah then uh-huh. um, yes yep. the post twice um cool. that's cool <laughs> just really coming from richard his golden that's, that's his 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 golden era i think right. i think we can all agree on that <laughs> yes right here yes. yep um six seven eight in some order <laughs> catch me if you can jurassic park and et um i think my affinity for spielberg movies is is well known catch me if you can was not on my list last time i believe when we did a review of that i said every time every Every time I watch this, I like it more and more and more. And I've always liked it. And the older I get, the more I appreciate that film. Yeah. It really, I don't know if it's his best film because Schindler, Schindler's totally. List exists and, and Saving Private Ryan. And I mean, he has 10 great, incredible films. Of course. Um, but the post. It's, it's my favorite right now, I think. so. It is mine. And, and, I mean, by, by a lot. I just love that. Sure. I want that movie, like you said about Oceans, about like, what you've seen the most in your life mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Uh, very high on my list. I watch that at least twice a year. Sure. Sure. Catch Since me if you can shares, shares a, a trait for me with my number one movie in that I am very, I watch it every year, but I'm very um, protective of how many times I watch it because I am afraid of it ever wearing off of ever getting to a place where I'm like, that's fine, but I've, I've seen it a thousand times. I'm okay with it. That's weird to do that protective of Vegas vacation, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> well, the entire vacation biography. <laughs> yeah. Um all the Chevy Chase movies really. Um <laughs> just that's sacred to me. The Fletch uh, sequel. Yeah, big yeah. Fletch man, beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> so Fletch that's six, seven, eight. Especially. Catch me if you can, Jurassic Park ET. Number five, a, a new movie. The only I think the only new movie that made my list as far as that had had not been out when we did this list previously, and that's Creed. Please oh yeah, Creed jokes now. If you if you'd like anybody, okay. Nope. I would. No, I, I thought their album stopped coming that. out in two thousand and five. How dare Mark, you? Mark Tremonti went to Alter Bridge at that point. <laughs> I didn't know. Right. But see, I look at it as it's sort of it's like a coaching tree, and you can kind of combine it all huh. into one universe. Um, so it's like you get you get Creed, you get obviously you get the the Scott Stapp 
solo records. Oh um, man. It's good to be the king. And uh, yeah. And, and alter bridge and, and whatever else. Uh, yeah. Creed, Creed, the movie Creed with Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone is a, is an just an all time great sports movie and make me cry movie. And I, I love it. I love it very much. So number five there, uh, my one, two, three, four were all on my list last time. They were all in the top six. I've kind of rearranged the order a little bit. Uh, number four for me is the Harry Potter cinematic universe. All eight films combined into one. Sure. Um, we did that whole retrospective last year, so I don't think I need to uh, to go back on that. But if you're if you're new to the VIP or if you haven't become a VIP yet, you can go back, join that club, and uh, you can go back and listen to what we did last year. We went through every single. Uh, Harry Potter movie, and we reviewed it with Kent for the first time. Kent got to watch those for the first time, and uh, it was yeah. quite an enjoyable run that we had last year. So, did I like it? For, did I hate it? That's right. Check out those episodes. <laughs> Who knows? We're not going to give it away. Even I don't know. I don't remember. I got to go listen to it. <laughs> Very true. Number three for me is the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, we've talked ad nauseum about them. Those are those are movies I loved. I watched those more than any other movie. I think during during a given year because I love to have those on in the background while I'm writing because it's a I don't know. There's something soothing about that kind of long epic movie, and I know when I start that series, that's going to be in you know, whatever 15 hours that I don't have to think about programming, and I can just put that on in the background while I'm doing stuff, and I love that. Um, number two is the Star Wars universe, which has always been my favorite film. If you just kind of combine or pick and choose which ones you want out of that. Um, but as I've said before, I've recently, I've just gotten beaten with, uh, Star Wars fanboys and it's just become kind of an obnoxious thing. And when you say, well, my favorite movie is Star Wars, then people are like, well, which one? And then you have to get into a, a discussion <laughs> about what is good Star Wars Wrong. and not, and just it's such a whip. And so. I, I, at some point in the last year or two, I was like, I'm just going to stop saying that's my favorite movie of all time. Nostalgically, absolutely. Um, my favorite of the Star Wars movies, I think, is, is Force Awakens. So, um, but, but all that whole, the whole series is great. But yeah, my number one movie, I won't talk long about it because we're going to review it next month and I'm so excited to, uh, to talk to you guys about it. Um, I got to talk to it, to, uh, Ellen about it on, on her show, Richard, just like you with, with, uh, Michael Clayton. So I'm excited to do this review with you guys later in this month, but or next month, excuse me. But uh, my number one movie is almost famous, Cameron Crowe's. Uh, I don't know, semi autobiographical, incredible film. This movie that I have watched probably three times this year, and have found it more and more comforting um, every every single time in the midst of of all the crazy. So uh, yeah, that's my that's my list. Heck of a choice, man! Great list, oh. very Brian list. I think our our list thus far are. Are very. We're doing a good job. We understand what we do now. Right. Ken's going to be. Ken is all out the window. Yeah, it's all anime, baby. <laughs> Buckle up and we maniac one and two <laughs> repeated. <laughs> Where did you get Corey's list? <laughs> Gaspar, no fil- filmography. All right, let's uh, let's Harmony go. Corins. <laughs> Kids, let's, yeah. Let's go. I don't know. Let's see here. So that was. I can recap if you want to catch up. So yeah, my, yeah, yeah please do. Being uh, that thing you do. Ocean's Eleven, E.T., Jurassic Park, Catch Me If You Can, Creed, uh, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and Almost Famous. Um, Almost Famous is kind of the the indie movie, non blockbustery mainstream movie on your list. Not that's not bad. I'm just yeah, that's like no, no. that's probably the 
the, you know, that and that thing you do, I would say are the two quote unquote, smaller movies, but but like Richard Creed is kind of small. Sure. Just to some degree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but like, I know my brand. This is, this is the type of movie that I'm going to rewatch over and over and over again. And I have, so that's, that's that. Yeah. They prefaced this. We should have prefaced it as these are our favorite movies, not the best movies. Right. uh, Well, we think there are the best, whatever. Mm -hmm. So guilty pleasure and rewatchability certainly factors into that and, and should. Okay. Well, Ah, man, it was, it was fun to go back and look at my list and somehow I was like, wow, what? Oh, oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Kind of the same for me as it was for you guys. So I made a list and my list ended up being 38 long that, uh, I'm not going to name all of them now, but, uh, are just movies that I, that I scrolled past on my letterbox, you know, watched list or whatever that I was like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, that one's probably in the conversation, you know, at least. And then from there I went and ranked it, ranked everything out. And so I'll, I could start with maybe number 20. I feel like this is a good plug as well. Go to our letterbox and follow, follow us on there. I'm just at Ken yeah. Garrison. I think Brian's just Brian Gill. Yeah. And you can see the whole list on there. Please like nice. it or comment on it. Uh, if you, if you want to and give me a follow. Well, so my number 20 is a movie that definitely came out since we did our list. Uh, last time and it's grown over time love this director i'm gonna be a follower of his until i have an excuse not to it's arrival love arrival nice nice from denny and uh, miss amy adams great movie if you've not seen it we did an episode on it so watch that and see that uh number 19 is a movie we think we've done an episode on maybe i don't remember again it's a blur (laughs) it's office space one of my favorite comedies and yeah. uh, I watched that one's one I throw on all the time. A couple times a year, I, I watch Office Space. My number 18, I love the Coens. This is one of my favorite Coens. It's No Country for Old Men. Love mm-hmm. that one. Um, 17 is Alien, the original Alien. Oh, nice. Love that one. Uh, 16 is one that was in my top 10 originally and I still love it, but it's uh, more honorable mention territory now. It's 2001, A Space Odyssey. Uh, 15, this one's growing on the list, so expect this, to see this one higher on episode 1,000 or whatever. It's <laughs> Royal Tenenbaums. Love that one. Classic. Would have definitely been in my list if we had done Yeah, it's a surprise. I thought it was... It's always kind of in and out. On your list. Yeah. That's what she said. Um, Terminator 2. Bringing it tonight. Number, Terminator 2 is my number 14. Uh, just slightly out of the top nice. 10. Love Terminator 2. I think it's great and holds up really well. 13 is Star Wars, the original uh, episode four or 77 or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, this next one was in my top 10 or Star Wars was actually my number two um, in my last time in the trilogy. The, the Star Wars original trilogy was my number two <laughs> to steal the Brian Gill um, patented <laughs> a trilogy as a number. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. But yeah, and so I'm with you. Yeah, I think over time, it's like I just get beaten over the head. Even when I watch it by myself or mm-hmm. with friends or family or whatever, it's just like I get beaten over the head with memories of toxic Star Wars-ness. And it's mm-hmm. just, sure. I still love it, but it's, it sucks. Uh, I hope yeah. to not feel like that at, at some point. Same, but same. The joy um, of the conversation has, right, has exactly. I think, exactly. in a lot of ways. Yeah. 
And this was 2014 when we did these. So the, the new trilogies weren't even out. So yep, I, I pretty guess crazy. I guess yeah, you'd uh, even have solo to add to the list then. Yeah. <laughs> and so it would be my number one. So you'll, we'll talk about it later. All right. Number 12. This one was on my list high before too. And I still love it, but it's more honorable mention now. It's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Love it. Nice. Um, 11 is Rear Window. Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did my Hitchcock, Hitchcock binge this past year or di- kind of during the quarantine around then. Um, really enjoyed that one again, and it's got to be close to the top 10 for me. My next one is my top 10 territory. So this is one that I didn't have on my list at all before, and I feel like it's just been such a part of my life and probably deserves a spot on the list. It's Jaws, number 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love Jaws. That was in my... 25 or whatever. Ron Jaworski or the movie? <laughs> Jaws. No, Jaws from the James Bond movie. The big okay. tall guy that gets shot in the shot with the nail in Happy Gilmore. That guy. Yeah, Jaws. Jaworski. <laughs> Great Philadelphia Eagles uh, mm-hmm. pool. You get him on a pod. He got laid off. Right? Jaws. Get him on the athletic. He probably, yeah, he probably is like a million dollars a minute type of guy. <laughs> Don't get my time. Uh, all right. Number number nine is one that came out since then. I love it. It maybe came out in 2014. I can't remember. It's uh, Whiplash. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Love Chazelle. Love Whiplash. Yeah. And uh, my number eight was on my list before as well. It's higher now than it was. Then it's Rushmore. Wes Anderson. Mm. Nice. Classic. I bought that Budweiser swimsuit this weekend, actually. Nice. Did you wear it? I haven't worn it. It's not has not arrived yet, but I will be wearing it. We need to stay tuned to the Discord, people. We'll get a <laughs> pick of that. If you pay a certain fee to Richard directly. All right, number seven. This is a movie that was not on the list before, but definitely on it now and probably should stay on there, if not higher, next time. It's The Truman Show. Love the German show. That's nice. A, nice. I think we've done an episode on that. We've done an episode on almost all these. So that's where you say Jim Carrey's career. You were saying that like that's his worst film, but one of your favorites still because you prefer his later work. Is what you were saying? And yeah. you prefer him more as a painter, more 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 as a Mister Popper's Penguin guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's more it. as a painter. Yeah. You're exactly right. All right, number six is Toy Story 2. That one was on number six last time, and it's number six this time. Same with my number five. It's Pulp Fiction from QT. Not familiar, but okay. Sure. A lot of people probably will say, Toy Story 2, what? I, I've always, I don't know, I've always liked that one. I've always you go wrong with a Toy Story, man. I've always aesthetically been most attracted to that one. I think my question Story, is, though, could you not? make the toy stories i mean there's there's four of them now maybe five soon well, when, yeah when does it become one and if you do if you add one three and four to it does that bump it up your list at all these are yeah. the hard questions i ask mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i i think i think two is probably still my has some of my favorite sequences in it sure. I, you know i was talking in the discord uh, a little bit about I wish Toy Story one. I wish they could go back and Pixar could do. I don't know if they could market this or 
do it on Disney plus or whatever, like do a remaster of that, you know, mm. like the same exact movie, but like make everything updated a little more uh, in terms of the animation. Yeah, more crisp, more realistic, more photo, more like in line with what their movies look like now. Cause you watch toy story four now and then watch toy story one right after it's like, Oh man, it was pretty bad. You know, the humans <laughs> are just like blocky Lego people walking around, you know, essentially, I would love to see that. I know that's probably a very niche market, but if they did like a remastered animation where they just put everything through like a filter of updated <laughs> what it would look like and if they did it 20 years, there's got to be some girl same on movie, Instagram same that exact has movie. a filter for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love Toy Story 2 and uh Pulp Fiction as well. They stayed on the list. Number 4, Brian is uh that thing you do. It was number 9 on my list before, but nice. it's uh, a little higher now. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Love that one. Both of us. Just, love a, love a music hilarious. movie. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I, we talked about it a little bit on our favorite scenes, which was, I think, episode 600. Um, but that the scene when they, they hear their song on the radio for the first time is mm. just pure enjoyment. It's just such a, such a joyful, wonderful little sequence. And uh, yeah, love, love that movie. Love that movie. Brian, has Coop seen this one? He hasn't. It's probably a little too long, I think. Yeah, Especially my the, my nephew, thing. who's I think eight or nine, mm-hmm. just saw it and loved it, and like was just dying laughing at Lenny, big Zon guy. Sure, so. yeah, yeah, Zon's got to be big with the. I'm sure Coop would love, but love I think Coop, I think Coop would really like that thing you do, and yeah. he's gonna want to be in a band. So get get ready. That's true. That'd be good. I'd love for him to be uh, rocker. he's gonna be in super in the new metal though sorry it's kind of a (laughs) yeah everyone does it everyone gets through it just wait for it he's already had a pretty substantial dire antwood sage so it's like you know he's a ninja yeah you know whatever we can do glad that's done yeah (laughs) all right my number three is another music movie it's crazy heart which i said was my favorite one of the decade and I thought it'd be disingenuous not to have it on my list somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, settled right in there. Number three, love Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart's great. Number two, this was on my list before. It's slightly higher now. It's Jurassic Park. Nice. Love Jurassic nice. Park. Oh man, that is one. I had that on my list too. I can't, I cannot wait to show Coop that one. Oh, he hasn't man. seen it, the original? I'm thinking. Oh yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah. I saw it when I was six, yeah. though, in theaters. Well, I'm yeah, I'm a whole. I've turned out horribly, yeah. so don't go by what. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not saying you should see it now, but I mean, he's probably like what a year or two away from being able to handle yeah, it. He's, he's close. I I think I've I've maybe this summer the end. Has he seen year, Jurassic World? He <laughs> has, but Jurassic World, like number one, doesn't have. It's not as realistic because I mean that the, the raptor scenes, especially in Jurassic in Jurassic Park, still twenty. Mm-hmm seven years later, whatever, still some of the most incredible sequences ever. But I also have no stakes with Jurassic World. So if he's like, I'm freaked out by this, I don't want to watch it. I'm like, cool, I don't care. That's fine. Jurassic Park, if he's like that, then I'm like, crap, I've ruined this. And so I'm protective <laughs> of it. That's a good point. But yeah, man, every time I watch that one, I'm like, just thinking about the impact it's had on my life, like as a whole, probably, there's probably no more, no movie that's been more impactful, probably. My, even Star Wars, I would say Jurassic Park's probably been more. More than even that. My number one. Still a top three theater experience of my life for me. Yeah. Like 10 years old, seeing that movie yep. and for the first time was just, that's uh, like truly like that movie magic thing that, that mm-hmm. we hope that kids get at some point. Greatness. 
Well, number one is stays. Oh, the I was with the me. hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cider house rules just, just <laughs> really, really clicked right then. Yeah, sisterhood of the traveling pants. <laughs> All right, uh, my number one's Fargo, of course. So said it. I did an okay. episode with Ellen too, so sure. plug, plug Ellen's podcast. Yeah, we love that movie. Love that movie. Hear, three plugs here. Want to hear me talk for an hour about Fargo? Uh, listen to that. And we've done an episode, I think, at some point. But um, but yeah, love Fargo. So a few few addendums there, but not too much. Kind of shifted some stuff around. <laughs> so Close Encounters is off the list. Two thousand one is off the list, and Back to the Future was an honorable mention before. It's still probably hovering around the twenty to twenty five uh, area. I love <laughs> love Back to the Future as well. But hey, a lot of movies have come out since since twenty fourteen that have worked their way up. Uh, Parasites working its way into probably mm. into that range too. So we'll see next time around. But before we talk a little bit about our favorite in TV and change that stuff around, I want to thank the sponsor of this episode, Mac Weldon. I love Mac Weldon. And if you're like me, you love quality clothes. Mac Weldon's mission is simple to make sure that all your basics and beyond are smartly designed and shopping for them is easy and convenient. I did a big, clean out of the closet recently. I wanted good clothes. I wanted clothes that I like to wear. I wanted ones that stood the test of time. You know what? When it came right down to it, Mack Weldon's clothes were exactly what I was looking for. Trust me, Mack Weldon is better than what you're wearing right now. They have timeless clothes, premium clothes, and premium fabrics like socks, shirts, hoodies, and underwear, polos, and more. Honestly, my favorite polo shirt of all time comes from Mack Weldon. Got rid of all my old underwear and I've restocked it all with Mack Weldon. Honestly, it's the best underwear that I've ever worn. Folks at Mack Weldon have even created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. At level one, you get free shipping for life. And once you reach level two by spending $200, Mack Weldon will start giving you up to 20% off on every order from then on for the next year. And the people at Mack Weldon are incredible. Have a problem with your order, just contact them and they'll get it taken care of. So here's what you do. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash mad. That's M-A-C-K Weldon, W-E-L-D-O-N.com slash mad. Enter promo code mad. It's 20 for, that's 20% off your first order. It's MacWeldon.com slash mad, promo code mad. Thank you so much, Mac Weldon, for the awesome clothes. Thanks for being Mac Weldon. Thanks for supporting the Mad About Movies podcast. All right, guys, let's uh, let's hit this TV list now. Now, this is, you know, I understand the show is mad about movies, but we do talk a lot about TV. We get a lot of people commenting about TV and, and on our on our social media and email and stuff like that. So kind of one and the same, some of the same celebrities involved in movie talk and TV talk. So I feel like it's, and, you know, TV really is the movies of of today. You know, I think that, right. you know, I, I forgot what book I was reading recently that was just saying like, if any, basically even, even movie directors think this way now that if I really want to tell a story, I'll do this on TV. But if I, if yeah, there's no difference I can now. Do in, yeah. If I can do something in two hours that I think can be done effectively in two hours, I'll, I'll do it theatrically. But if no, especially since things are so time to, and yeah, they, they have no problem going to TV and making yeah. something eight hours and fleshing it out. If it, if it serves the story. And since everything's on the same platforms now, it's like TV becomes the novel, what we consider a TV show, becomes mm-hmm. a novel and a, and a movie becomes a short story. It's kind of the way it is now. It's weird. Like one has more, it's like flipped in prestige, which is wild. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So we will start with me this time around. That's what the old randomizer has landed on. So a couple of couple of honorable mentions. I have just a few for this one. A couple of shows that are like more reality based shows that uh, I feel weird putting reality show in my like, top 10 for some reason. I don't know why, because I feel like they are more in the moment um, or a sign of the times. Low deck. I heard that. Yes. Yeah. Vanderpump. Yeah. Vanderpump. Rules. Vanderpump. Sick. It does rule. Beach, beach house. Summer, <laughs> summer house rather. Kyle. That guy's a legend. Um, mine is Spencer and Heidi. Uh, mm, yeah, that's a good one. Called? <laughs> What's the name of it? Who who could know at this point? <laughs> Richard knows. Pull it, Richard. Come on. Spencer and Heidi's I'm, reality I, show. I, the Hills is that kind of stuff is lost on me. The Hills was oh. the first one. Laguna Beach before that, and then after yeah. that, I was kind of lost on that. I'm more of pretty much a I'm a I'm a Bravo guy. I think it was the opposite. The I think it was Laguna stuff. Beach, and then it was the Hills. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, the Laguna Beach was first, and the Hills, and then the Spencer and Heidi show, but uh, whatever that was. But I'm team team Bravo in my reality trash. I don't I don't do the MTV stuff. Team I have Bravo. standards. Screw oxygen. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I have standards, guys. So these are ones that they don't I, have Frederick on other channels. Okay, Million Dollar List in New York has Frederick. That's all I need to know. It's <laughs> the ones I wanted to to put in here and now. Uh, Maybe they'll be in the conversation again later. Uh, a reality type one, big time reality one, Survivor. Love Survivor. So any Survivor season I could watch, binge, do whatever. Love it. Love me some probes. Not only probes, but um, next on my list is the Cubes with Shark Tank. Not only Jeff <laughs> Probst and the too Cubes, much. but Super Chef Bobby Flay is on my list. It's almost too much. I mean, it's it's insane. <laughs> Uh, but for real, uh, Survivor and Shark Tank are, are my are in my honorable mentions. Love me some Shark Tank. I can do that whenever as well. Uh, I got a big got a big DVR full of a uh, Shark Tank that I could just I don't know ten seasons on there. You could just throw that on, go into bed. It's uh it's great. Yeah, it's great. Good rewatchability. Same with Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars is another one too. I don't know seven hundred episodes. You can just <laughs> that's another background kill some background with, with Chum Lee, you know, if you know what I'm saying. And then um, last one on here is BoJack Horseman. Nice. nice. It could, it could work its way onto the top 10 yeah. at some point. But on to the top 10. Number 10, comedy show of certainly the past decade. And we'll see how time kind of treats it, but I think it ended at the right time. It was so funny. It's kind of a niche, niche audience, but I think uh, over time it will serve it well. It's Portlandia. Love Portlandia. Love Portlandia. And uh, super rewatchable, but not uh, in a in a really topical way. I think it's there's some pretty timeless humor here that I can't I can't wait to see how it ages and and what people say about it. Uh, again, I, I could see them doing another season at some point. You know, one of those types of we need to bring it back kind of things. Another show that was brought back in some capacity over the years, it's my number nine, is the Ollie G show. Classic. Sasha Baron Cohen. The original original yeah. HBO, Sasha Baron Cohen. Booyakasha. Yeah. That that one, gosh, what a what a formative formative show and groundbreaking show and all that. And I man, I don't know how many times I've I've gone back and and seen those old those old uh 
Borat or Bruno sketches just kills me still. They're so good. So funny. And I love, love that original show. But number eight is the X-Files. Oh, nice. Nice, man. I love the X-Files. That's yeah, cool. it's just great. It's just good, you know? Yeah. High, high quality pre-peak TV program. Let me ask you this, Kent. On the on the X Files, when you rewatch X Files, do you dig the uh, do you dig the the episodic monster of the week type episodes more, mm-hmm. or the conspiracy theory, the the overarching plot with with the aliens and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I like the monster of the week better sure. because I like to just throw it on shuffle and sure. not follow it. I just want to follow Scully and Mulder for forty minutes and then mm-hmm. be on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's where the new series kind of lost me. It's like after yeah. four episodes on the same thing, I'm like, all right, I I'm out. Just call me at episode eight and let me know yeah. what happens. You know. Last time I started rewatching that series, and I need to do that again at some point because it's it perpetually. Now it doesn't matter because we have it. I have it, but but for a long time it would be like it's on Netflix, and then you'd start watching it, and it's such a. I mean, there's I don't know 200 episodes, and you start watching, and then it's like, oh, it's off Netflix. Sorry. And they're like, oh, but it's on Amazon next month. Cool. And you go there and then, you know, try to figure out where you were. And it was one of those that the licensing just kept going back and forth. And so, I think CBS might have it. I think, you're, no. I think you're right. Somebody, somebody has it, but I have access to it now too. So that's, yeah. that's part. but, but uh, yeah, I think next time I do that, I may, I may just skip all the alien ones and only watch the monster of the week ones. Cause those are always the ones that I thought were the best, the best episodes. All right, my next one is one that I've gotten to rewatch a lot over the recent years, and I grew up on it, but hadn't had probably gone a decade where it, it kind of skipped out of my zeitgeist and came back in. It's King of the Hill. Oh, nice. Love King of the Hill. Mike Judge. Love Mike Judge overall, but King of the Hill from TV is probably his kind of achievement, and I already talked off of space in this episode, but uh, love what he brings and if you live in Dallas, Fort Worth, where we grew up, it's, I mean, it's our childhood, our friends, our neighbors, it's everyone we knew. We knew. So it's even funnier for us to, mm-hmm. to kind of live in that, in, in Arlen, if you will. So, um, now next, the next one is the one that was on the list before. And I, it's a timeless one. I'll never not love the show. I love Lucy. Right. I love her. She's great. Love that show. And uh, it's timeless, and it's another one where you just throw it on shuffle and whatever, whatever plays does, and um, it's funny. Still, still, still greatness. Fifty years later, um, so the next one is a show that I discovered after 2014 or 15 for sure, and it ended too soon. I think everyone, everyone thinks so, and it's probably one that if like if I could get another season out of this, I would, I would contribute like significant to a GoFundMe for another season is Nathan for you. I love Nathan for you. Love Nathan Fielder. Love the whole premise of the show. (laughs) I like that they only did a few seasons, but he ended it. I mean, literally at the peak. Um, It is (laughs) comedically it ends at the peak. So I, I would, I'm excited to see what he's doing. You know, he's doing something with HBO and Safi brothers next something along the lines of Nathan for you. So maybe it's like doing that concept, but on a bigger budget, bigger scale. I don't know more, you know, no risk involved with comedy central, things like that, you know, 
that you you could really get away with stuff, uh, liability and things like that. So as long as he does what he does, and it's kind of like Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, it's like, as long as Sasha Baron Cohen is outside, you know, is, is doing the, what he's doing now with who is America and, and all that stuff and that type of humor, I'm, I'm in. So Nathan for you, I want more from, from him there. And, uh, yeah, for sure. All right. Now the big timers, uh, parks and rec. Number four. Love parks and rec. Nice. That wasn't on your list previously. It wasn't. No, I, I mean, I had seen it, but, but hadn't done the whole, the whole thing. And certainly did appreciate it to the level I do now. And, uh, that's, it's great. Nice. It's fantastic. Um, number three, Seinfeld. Well, oh, Seinfeld dropped a little. It has. Right. It has over time. Um, well, we've talked about plenty about Seinfeld and our VIP. Sure. We're doing a full season by season retrospective this year. We're on season six right now. So sign up and download that over on our VIP. But yeah, it's dropped, but I still love it. Still in the top five firmly. Number two, The Office. Same spot. I like it. I like what the it. office. My number one, curb your enthusiasm. Oh, wow, yeah. Nice. I think, you know, the more I thought about it, I think curb kind of does the Seinfeld thing better than Seinfeld does. You know, Seinfeld mm-hmm. is, is so over the top kind of, it does it super well, but you know, we talked about on the episodes, like there's no ceiling for ridiculousness on, on Seinfeld. I feel like there is for curb. You know, there is more reality to it and it's the same type of humor, but I feel like it's more fleshed out. It's more real. It's more improvisational and it's still going too. like we, guys, we still get another season of curb. Like how, how awesome is that? So it makes me even more excited and it's, it's, it's gotten almost better with every season. So love it. And it's uh it's my number one. Love you, Larry. Love you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Soapbox. Ended. Right, Brian. TV time. <laughs> sure. My, let's see, I have a few honorable mentions. I'm looking at my list from last time around. I dropped one, two, three. I dropped three shows off of the top 10, and then I combined two more to kind of cheat the list a little bit. Um, so that's, that's a little taste of what's to come. Honorable mentions The Good Place which was j- just a spectacular show. I maybe I, I think I wanted a little more from it in its last season um, to really solidify it as one of the, the all-time greats for me. But still, the first two seasons especially of that are just unreal. Um, and I went back-to-back just straight kids shows, one from my youth and one from uh, that's a little bit newer that, that Coop and I watch still every day. And that's so uh, honorable mentions there, uh, Boy Meets World and Phineas and Ferb. I Phineas and Ferb is just truly, it's truly a brilliant show. Like it's anytime somebody is like a friend is like, I'm trying to find something to watch with my kid that they're not going to drive me insane. That is always the answer. Phineas and Ferb. It's, it's such a brilliant show. Uh, and Boy Meets World was my favorite show growing up for sure. Uh, I put the Americans as a, as a, uh, an honorable mention, one of the best arcs from start to finish ever on a show um that that we i you and i at least richard can't i can't remember if you if you caught up with that one or not um but that was just 
fantastic show for its entire run. What one was it? I'm sorry, I was typing something. No, you get the Americans. Oh, uh, yeah, that's very high on my list. I'm with Queen of Us All. I figured it would be, so I won't say yeah. anymore. Uh, Mad Men was my last honorable mention. I had that in my list last time. I still think that is the best television show of all time, maybe second to The Sopranos, but I take Mad Men over Breaking Bad or I don't know, whatever, The Game of Thrones or Americans or whatever else you want to put up from peak TV era. Um, but it's also not one that I'm going to rewatch a ton of times. I think Mad Men, Sopranos, both are, are shows that at some point in my my 40s, maybe, as I'm getting closer and closer to that number, I'll, I'll probably watch those shows again. But it's not going to be a, they're not going to be shows that I rewatch tons of times and re-binge like I do with a lot of the other shows that made my top 10 list. So uh, number 10 for me, I combined Arrested Development and Community into one just based on I don't know what you do with the fourth and fifth season of community or excuse me, of yeah. development, and I don't know what you do with the fourth and sixth seasons of community. I just finished a, a rebinge of that show and it's just such a stark contrast from season three to season four. When, when, uh, oh, Harmon is, is ousted for, for a little while and then season five kind of refines its form. And then season six is on Yahoo screen. So that's a, that which I still you. have. Right, you still pay pretty heavy. Yeah, I, it's worth. Yeah, it's ninety nine ninety five a month because <laughs> when they when they broke down the uh, distribution of how many subscribers they had to the content cost, to, it's worth it though. Yeah, right. they, the subscribers understood. It's the only there. place I can get Alf. Yeah, right. screen yeah. the new the new the new class of Alf. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're they're doing. They know. A little other thing. Brian had to reset a password today for something we use for our show. And it sent to my phone. And he was like, well, hey, I'm sending this thing from Yahoo. Um, they're going to send you a code here a couple minutes. And I waited on it, waited on it, nothing. And then my phone rang, which was like a number I didn't recognize. So I let it go to voicemail because I figured it was a scam likely. And then I, I had a voicemail and it was like, your code is 3413. And I was like, really? You call? This is why... No one uses you, Yahoo. You call for a verification code. <laughs> to be fair, 90% of the people who use Yahoo don't have cell phones. That's so true. you got to call a landline. Um, Yahoo screen shut down in 2016. Jeez, man. I would have never known that. They lost they lost $40, 40 million dollars yeah. on Yahoo screen. In hindsight, that's when we probably should have known that that Lauren was was maybe losing a step was when they they sent all the Saturday night live highlights yeah. to Yahoo screen. Yahoo screen. Lauren's like, I've heard of the internet. That sounds Yahoo's <laughs> one of those internet internet you know, websites. I was right? at dinner with sounds good to me. With Marissa Meyer and <laughs> David Byrne. Mm-hmm. And Paul Mark Paul. And uh, you know, Mark Cuban, uh, he uh made money on the uh, the Yahoo. Uh, <laughs> so now Yahoo Mark. made five point one seven billion dollars in revenue last year. Jeez. It's like still a huge company, but I don't understand. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't get how that works. Um, so that was I, number ten again. I put Arrested Development and Community together. Arrested Development still, to me, I think is probably the best sitcom of all time. Those first three, those first three seasons, two seasons especially, but you do have to factor season four and season five, I guess, into its run. So I dropped it down a little bit. Number nine is Thirty Rock. Um, that was on my list right about that same. I think I had it at number nine at number ten last time. So about the same. Number eight is a new entry is uh, a show that I frankly did not think was necessary whatsoever and has for me has proven to be better than the original show. And that's Better Call Saul. I love Better Call Saul. And I think Odenkirk is just 
unbelievably good on that show. Um, and I don't want to take anything away from the legacy of Breaking Bad, but I will re I will certainly rewatch Better Call Saul. I don't know, a half dozen times over the course of my life. And I, I might have one more Breaking Bad viewing in me um, before it's all, before it's all said and done. So Better Call Saul goes to number eight. Number seven uh, was, I don't, I, I think I had watched an, a, a few episodes here and there at, at the point we did this list originally, but I certainly hadn't watched the entire thing. It is a show that I've come to love greatly. Uh, and that's Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm at number seven. Mm, already in the top 10. Love it. Yeah, man. Uh, w- very many more viewings, I think, in, mm. in the future. Um, such a beautiful yes. show. That last season was so good. Gosh. Um, yeah. Spite stores and everything. And so, yes. So you, you said, can't you compared Seinfeld and, and Curb? And, and I, I think that's a very fair comparison. We're still in the middle of our, uh, our retrospective on Seinfeld right now. We'll have season six out at the end of the, the end of this month uh, in the VIP Seinfeld does not have the Funkhauser, so I True. gotta put Curb ahead of it. Um, that's that's Respect. a huge factor for me. Number six is Friday Night Lights. Uh, still one of my favorites of all time, though I haven't watched it as rewatched it as frequently, I guess, over the last few years. But I, you know, I named my son after a character on that show, so I think it still has to find a place. Number five is a new entry. I can't remember when this show came out. If it was. Uh, if it was on at the time and I just kind of sleeping on it or, or what, but I'm not, I don't remember the timeline anymore, but it's Brooklyn nine, nine. Um, I did a rebinge of that at the beginning of, of the year. And I was by, by about season two, I was just dying almost every episode. It is such a brilliantly. Super fun. Show. I have not seen all of that. I've only only seen 20, 25 of those, but the Man. Mrs. Barden did the binge of those about, a couple months ago, went through the whole show, and that's high on her list now too. It's just been kind of sitting there sure, for me. Sure. I'll get to it. It's just, I know I love it, and I've I love what I've seen, but I need to mm-hmm. actually watch it in order. I think it might be the perfect use of Sandberg from totally. an acting standpoint. Like obviously, Lonely Island and that kind of stuff is is maybe the thing he's absolutely best at. But from an acting standpoint, they 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 use just enough touches of that of that kind of lonely island aesthetic and it works really well but andre brower is, is that show i think he just he sells so many bits as the straight man it's it's an incredible thing number 4 i think last time we did this list i was like i'm i wasn't going to put anything that was reality based on on the the list and i think that's dumb now so number 4 is top chef the for me the best reality show of all time i were Lindsay and Coop and I have been slowly rewatching that show, which I never thought I would rewatch a reality show, but, but I'm finding that, that top chef is so enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. even when you know the, the, the eventual results and whatnot. Um, but we've been watching that show like with dinner and stuff over the course of the pandemic. And I'm, it's to the point now where I'm like, I kind of am bummed that I'm watching it with them. Cause I just want to binge and jump ahead and watch all of it. Cause we it's just that. so, so fun. So we good. finished it. Like, a, we've seen every one of them now. Like nice. we had some, I had seen a couple seasons, Sarah had seen a couple seasons, but we merge and just watch them all the way. One sure. through 17 actually in reverse order, which was weird. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. So good, man. That's on my list too later on. So, okay, cool. Right, share it's that on Hulu. You. If you're, if you're new to yep. top chef, you can watch. I don't think the most recent season is on Hulu, but, yeah, everything- but all the rest are. Yeah, and Top Chef Masters and Junior are on Peacock. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, super bingey, um, which is again a little funny to me for for a reality show, but it's great. Uh, Number three is Justified. 
I think was number four on my list last time around is just the, for me is the perfect one hour show because it's, it has, uh, it has some arches that take place over the, that, that extend through an entire season. And sometimes over multiple seasons, they do, they do storytelling, long form storytelling really, really, really well, but they also do enough episodic stuff that you can't kind of just put it in the background and pick up on a few things here and there. And it's just great acting. Uh, Timothy Oliphant's great. Walton Goggins is great. Uh, American Treasure, Margot Martindale is great. I mean, they they just bring in great cast members every single season. And uh, it, I, I rewatched that at the beginning of the year and was like, I don't know why. There are very few shows that are ever going to be better than this for me, at least from a rewatchability standpoint. So that's number three. And my one-two stays the same from uh, from episode 200. Office at number two and Parks and Recreation at number one. Um, and those... I would hazard to guess that for the bulk of my lifetime, those will be the comfort rewatch, put it on in the background and just slowly bench through it, put it on at the end of the night before I go to bed, those kinds of shows for me for, for the rest of my life. Um, and, and they're the, the ones that I, that I love the most. So that's one, two parks and rec and the office. Boom. Love it. Love it. I, I feel bad for not putting the office at number one because I watch it so much, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Curb is just yeah. those late seasons of office hurt it too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally does. Yeah. So. I tried to rewatch those recently and it's, it's difficult. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. We always, depending it on the episode. On a high for me, like I think it does. the last like four to six episodes of season nine kind of make up for some of the, the garbage of season eight and season nine. So it's it's uh, at least it ends on a high, but uh, yeah. you know. Whereas Parks and Rec is like first episode of season three through the final episode is an A plus every mm. single time out. It's just unreal. Straight we need to out. figure out what we want to do next year for retrospective. Sure, but the Office might be a good one to go season by season through that. Yeah. Sure, yeah, that'd be fun. Parks and Rec too. Those are both yeah super super bingey shows to me. Um, but uh, yeah, so my list was uh, number 10, Arrested Development slash Community, number nine, 30 Rock, number eight, Better Call Saul, number seven, Curb Your Enthusiasm, number six, Friday Night Lights, number five, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, number four, Top Chef, number three, Justified, number two, The Office, The American Version, and number one, Parks and Recreation. Richard, it's your turn, man. Yeah. All right, so mine's changed a little bit in that last time I think I stuck to some like only narrative, traditional narrative drama and comedy, but I mixed a few other things in this time because why not? Why not? So mine's changed a little bit. So my honorable mentions, I have a few here, which could easily go into the top 10, whatever, but they have. Uh, one of them is SNL, which Ken has. It's just so many bad seasons that it, it weighs it out. But, you know, definitely probably the most influential show of my life. Uh, another honorable mention is Veep, a classic that I love that I probably wasn't watching all the way fully through the last time we did this list, or maybe I was mm-hmm. only a couple seasons in. Uh, next one is Last Call with Carson Daly, obviously. Next one is... Uh, <laughs> I just want to squeeze that in. Next one. I only could choose one of the two I let myself. So my next honorable mention is The Office. And then uh, you'll see another one later. Um, some more show. And then another honorable mention for me is The Sopranos. So oh, nice. now we'll get into my top 10. Uh, number 10 is Top Chef. Yeah, I've been rewatching all of those. It's just one of the best shows ever. Clicchio and Padma. What a team. Name a better. Gosh. America's parents, really. Um, Stefan, all-time great character. There's a bunch <laughs> of great ones, but big Stefan guy. Um, he's he's the dream. 
but yeah, love Top Chef. I agree with you, Brian. Probably the best reality show of all time. It is very much that formula, that sort of Project Runway um, formula. Project Runway is also a great reality show. I just I know and understand more about food than I do about sewing. <laughs> and so, uh, but but both are produced incredibly well by by Bravo. Um, so next up is if you can combine um, community and Arrested Development, I can combine Seinfeld and Curb at sure. number nine. Yeah. So fair. I'm going to just do, I was going to have one of those. I'm not going to say which in the honorable mention, and uh, I'm just going to combine them and put them at nine. Number eight, one of the shows I've seen most of my life. Number eight is Jeopardy. Classic. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going, I'm throwing format to the wind. NBC five news at 10. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> only, it. only when it's Mike Snyder and Jane McGarry and Finn Frock and, yeah, and, yeah. uh, Finn Frock, the weatherman. And Newey Scruggs. Right. Uh, Number seven, another new addition, because I had seen a ton of these, but then I finally went through and watched them all last year, and oh boy, was it rewarding. Oh baby, I hear the blues are calling, <laughs> tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Uh, Frasier. So, and we're Mad actually- about movies? Oh. We're actually started, a, we are adding Frasier to our, like you said, Brian, we're a big, basically parks in the office before bed, <laughs> and uh, we've added Frasier to that mix, because there's like 200 of them, and- because we were kind of getting tired of parks in the office because we were sure. going through them yeah, like in two sure. or three months each. And Frasier is like 200 and it's very relaxing. Something about that Kelsey Grammer voice before bed mm-hmm. is very nice. So right. I would recommend if you're looking, if you have over binged office and parks in a year, maybe throw that in the mix, Brian. It's it's good sure. for that. Um, number six, Arrested Development. A classic, like you said, it's, you got to punish it for the late seasons. But gosh, those first three are wonderful. Uh, next up is parks and recreation. I kind of had to choose between it and the office and I'm like you, Brian, I'm a parks guy. Um, more so I think it's, I don't know, something about it is more my stick. I love the office. We'll always watch the office, but, uh, but parks and rec is greatness to me. Number four, Mad Men, um, which was my favorite drama, but it's been passed very barely, but it is a great show. And I, I'm with you, Brian, not necessarily rewatchable, but I do think it's a once a decade rewatchable. I'm kind of eyeing it okay, maybe sure. next year, or the year after to, to go sure. through. Um, but yeah, you gonna have to plan ahead though. You're right. Like totally. that's probably a better way to put it. If you, mm-hmm. you, you it's like kind of slot it somewhere into the next, whatever. It's so layered and smart. Sure. I actually think it's going to be a good rewatch because there's so much stuff I've definitely forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because it is so layered so i'm excited to rewatch it it's just like you gotta gotta get there emotionally sure. right sure. number three barely past mad men is my favorite drama ever is the americans gosh so greatness good. are you watching oh. perry mason i haven't yet that's soon on my list but you know oh. very uh, preoccupied with bosch right now. i understandably aren't we all <laughs> um well I think you'll, I think you'll dig it. We're, we're into it. I've kind of, you know, only, only certain people can get me to unretire from TV and Matthew Reese is, <laughs> is one of them. This will come as a shock to you. My number two, Larry Sanders show. Oh, whoa. We have an upset. We have an upset. Oh my Brand's God. number one. Uh, Joey is number one. <laughs> Ed? Nope. Number one favorite show of all time. Pardon the interruption. PTI. Oh, look at Come you. Come on. I love Damn it. it. Uncle Tony. Yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. If we're throwing formats to the wind. Monday Night Football. Sure. I got to throw PTI <laughs> in there. That's the show I've seen the most. I've probably missed like six of them ever in like 20 years. And uh, love Kornheiser. Love Will Bond. Love the, uh, 
the, like we said, we said the Eric Rideholm cinematic universe of all those shows, but parks, uh, pardon me, parks, parks, part of the interruption, certainly the best. So love park, part of the interruption. And, uh, it's my number one. It passes even the great Larry Sanders show for my money. Nice. Thought you were like those say, inclusions uh, that in jeopardy. That's, that's, uh, that, yeah. that varies the list. I dig it. Man. I yeah. Dig Cause it. if I'm doing top chef, I can do jeopardy and part of the interruption. And those are mm-hmm. nightly. I'm throwing that on when I'm cooking dinner. One of those two shows all the time. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Dig it. I thought you were going to say Charlie Rose show. <laughs> only only his <laughs> private voicemails. <laughs> what uh, I was watching the other day where uh, some movie where the old lady gets stuck in the room and she's like, I could turn off the TV. The oh, it's the yeah. office. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, and, it's, and, and then the show just happened to me. Uh-huh. It was that awful Charlie Rose. <laughs> I was like, no, that <laughs> aged well. <laughs> it's actually a really good foresight joke written there. I always wonder with, with bits like that, if that, like, I know 30 rock did it a couple of times with, uh, with Harvey Weinstein, like threw in quote unquote jokes that, in hindsight, you're like, oh, they knew, didn't they? Like somebody, th- this was mm-hmm. this was vetted. <laughs> the couple spacey thing. jokes here and there, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, well, this has been fun. Yeah, six fifty, guys. Congrats, congrats. We we did a thing. Yeah. Oh, I, there's got to be a show that that I'm forgetting that n- neither of y'all said that somebody's going to tweet us or something that's going <laughs> to gonna throw my whole thing why oh that's that's it that's my favorite show why didn't i put that in there you know sure sure so tweet us at mad about movies yeah follow us definitely follow us on letterboxd follow all the hosts on twitter as well and uh, on our discord on our show discussion channel of discord we can talk about this episode so send us your lists of top 10 movies and uh, tv shows on there year round we mm-hmm. appreciate that and we love talking about that stuff with you, the listener. So we'll see you over there. Let's make it 650 more. Brian, where can I find you online? You can find me on the Twitter, Beagle 12. You can find my writing at madabamoviespodcast.com. And on Gumroad, if you search for my name on Gumroad, I've got an essay that I put up uh, on there that you can, you can get for a, the, the low, low price of, of pay what you want. Um, You can't get much better than that. So Richard, where can we find you? You can find me on uh, social media at Richard Barner and the Mad About Movies podcast discord kent where can i find you find me online on all the socials at kent garrison find me at kentgarrison.com and at madaboutmoviespodcast.com as well thank you so much for listening for being here and again we'll talk to you in the discord goodbye hey baby i hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs and maybe i seem a bit confused yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me out.